Hello, I'm Carol Tonietti, Chief Curator at the Norton Simon Museum. From September 5, 2008 through January 26, 2009, the museum presents the exhibition The Art of War, American Posters from World War I and World War II. Chosen from the museum's extensive collection of 20th century war posters, these vibrant pieces of visual propaganda provide a unique opportunity to examine artworks commissioned by the U.S. government from some of the most important and popular artists of the 20th century. I hope you enjoy the following exploration of these eye-catching works, their historical context, and their remarkable impact on American ideology. World War I raged for three years before the United States entered in 1917. That same year, the American Society of Illustrators started meeting weekly in Manhattan. Dr. Leah Lembeck, assistant curator at the Norton Simon Museum in charge of organizing the Art of War exhibit, says the group wanted to contribute to the war effort. The head of that group was Charles Dana Gibson, and he was an extremely famous illustrator at the time, and he went to D.C. and said hey, we've got this group of artists together, what do you need? And the government appointed in Washington a liaison with the group in New York, all of them were New York-based, and they met every Friday night in some tavern downtown and decided who was going to do what and who was going to paint what for which department. They were all working for free, they refused to take any money for it. She says the artists were influenced by magazine illustrations, and while most trained in America, their styles varied. Some are more painterly, some are more narrative, some still approach it in a way that's more cartoonish looking. Dr. Alan Winkler, professor of history at Miami University in Ohio, says the poster's imagery affected the American public viscerally. The posters were successful in creating a kind of fear of the Germans. One of the posters in this exhibit that shows a kind of caricature of the German Hun in an evil, foreboding way. And the posters did create that sense of of antipathy towards the Germans. Winkler says the posters of World War I were almost too successful. In America, many high schools stopped teaching the German language. People who were speaking German on the street often found their loyalty or patriotism questioned. People no longer could talk about having a hamburger because that was a German phrase. They had to have Salisbury steak instead. And these kinds of things were part of the the overreaction fostered by propaganda, poster propaganda, among the rest of the propaganda. When the war ended, the United States government held a Victory Liberty loan drive. To inspire Americans to give money to the post-war cause, posters were commissioned. One of them is part of the exhibit. Lembeck says it features a farmer. He's got pins on his overalls that signify his contributions to the first for loan drives. And it it raked in billions. It was something that the Americans could relate to and on sort of a fundamental level. When the U.S. government entered World War II, its message changed. Winkler says instead of mobilizing the public against the enemy, the goal was to show all the good things about America, making democracy worth protecting. And to that end, propaganda portrayed American virtues. It showed Americans having Thanksgiving dinner. It showed, in a Norman Rockwell poster, parents tucking their children into bed, feeling safe. They had freedom from fear. 
This time around, the posters were created mostly by a burgeoning group of American professionals, advertisers, Winkler. You had artists who were working for advertising agencies on Madison Avenue and the like, who were the ones enlisted by the organization known as the Office of War Information. Winkler says, unlike the artists of World War I, World War II artists were paid. Lembeck says their artistic styles were informed by the camera. They were really influenced by this growing incorporation of photography into graphic design, um, the growing popularity of cinema and movies, and the way it looked pervaded everything. One of those World War II artists is Robert Somalian Sloan, whose poster, Doing All You Can, Brother, is featured in the Norton Simon exhibit. He created the piece for the Treasury Department in 1943 when he was 28 years old. At age 92, he says he wanted to provoke guilt in the average American citizen. And what could be a better way than to make them feel that they are not doing as much as these poor fellows on the front lines? And therefore, the image of a wounded soldier with a head wound might be effective in making people buy war bonds. Sloan says he felt strongly about supporting the war effort. This war, World War II, I really felt that it was a patriotic duty to do everything we could to defeat the Axis. Sloan was drafted as a soldier, but never sent overseas. He was enlisted to illustrate educational booklets for the troops. He says it's interesting to think about the relationship between art and government. Art is the medium through which you can make propaganda effective. And that applies to, the, in the whole history of art, the whole art of uh, the Renaissance, Christianity, was all a way of propagandizing religion. Professor Alan Winkler agrees and says the U.S. government today might benefit from using art to generate more public diplomacy. That is turning to speakers, artists, and writers to help convey America's message. Only recently, in the last few years, the Bush administration began to realize the need for public diplomacy, particularly in the Middle East, particularly with regard to the war on terror, particularly with regard to intractable issues in, in Israel and, and, and Palestine and the like. Dr. Leah Lembeck, assistant curator, says she hopes the Art of War exhibit elicits self-examination. In a sense, these posters mirror either our ideals or what we're striving for. And in looking at that and in thinking more critically about that, then we can think about the contemporary images that we all see, either from the government or not from the government, just out and about, and how that reflects on us. (laughs) 